0: Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another Arsenio Bug Show podcast. Today is Season 4, Episode 2 of Stephen Covey's The Speed of Trust. We're getting into the economics of trust. Guys, I actually wrote up this blog yesterday. You guys will be able to tune into that very, very soon. But you know what? Let's put it this way. I thought this was a very, very interesting blog again. uh, And this was a very interesting read. Now, here we go. Stephen Covey talked about back in, of course, 2001, September 11th. You guys are very well aware that there were some catastrophic attacks out there in New York City. He said, After now before flying, it was very easy to go through airport check-ins and stuff like that. He would get home in the matter of seconds because everything, it wasn't as strict as it was today. Of course, after the attacks, the trust is a formula to follow. Now, again, when trust goes up, the speed will also go up and the costs will go down. However, when trust goes down, the speed will also go down and the costs will go down. Oh, I'm sorry, the costs will go up. So if you look at it this way, after the September 11th attacks, Stephen Covey was terrified of flying. Bare minimum. That's it. Just as a lot of Americans were. They weren't certain what was happening. And still to this day, we still don't understand what the hell's happening. But if you actually look at it, the trust went down. The speed went down. And the costs went up. So again, when the trust went down, he was again terrified of flying anymore. And so the speed also went down. What does it mean by the speed? Well, you know what? At airport security, it took much, much longer. And the costs went up. You'd have to pay more money to support the FAA out there in America, the security who they actually enforced and imposed on all individuals. And of course, everything... Probably for the next 10 years, it became a big situation, became a huge controversy because, again, a lot of people believe that the FAA, they were they were sexually molesting a lot of people who were going through airport security. They were touching the little girls, the little guys. They're like, oh, we have to check this. We have to check that for 10 years it was a big problem. Now, over the last 7 years, I don't remember the last time I heard of a situation involving the, air, the the airport security why because again, it's 10 years after those attacks. So, I think it's much easier now. Yes, they they do look through, you know, particular bags and it, they do take you aside and say, "Where are you traveling? What are you doing? What are you doing this and that?" So, if we look at it, if uh Flying out of Middle Eastern countries, again, high zones or red zones, I guess you could say, it's much more difficult, especially because Steven and other people, they would have to arrive at the airport four hours before their scheduled departure. So the trust is super low. The trust with him is extremely low. So why, again, because if you fly out of these zones... You have to go through a multitude of check-ins. He said there was one time they had to check his back four times. He had to go through security four times. He got four pat downs. He got this. He got that. It was this? And this was literally probably like fifteen or who knows the X amount of years ago. Right now, if you guys know of the the flight that went from Dubai to New York City and then all the ambulance they were on the tarmac out there at JFK Airport or LaGuardia, which one? Whichever one it was. The people. They had to go through a rigorous amount of different things to figure out, oh, why were there 100 sick people on board? But there was a specific blogger on that flight who said going through the security measures was impossible out there in Dubai Airport. Again, four checks, for this, for that. These are high-risk zones. So again, the trust goes down, the speed goes unbelievably down, and the pricing, it goes way up. So if we look at it this way, guys, if you look at my life, when I first flew back in 2006, I was absolutely terrified. I thought the plane was going too fast. We went up. I started crying. My friend next to me was asleep. I was like, what the hell's going on? Because maybe it was the first time I was flying or maybe because five years after flying and this is my first time flying it was very difficult for me to fathom the fact that I'm actually going at 300 miles per hour before going all the way up and going at an even more insane speed. But the hint of that September 11th, it was still in my mind. It was fresh in my mind. Because at any given point, I would believe that the the pilot could just take a wrong turn and kill everyone on the plane. That's what I truly believed. My trust in America was extremely low. And you know what? To this day... If you say, okay, Arsenio, so what airlines do you fly to feel better? Well, if you guys don't already know, I live in Thailand. Okay? I'm out here in good old Bangkok, Thailand. And because I'm here, there are some notorious airlines that fly through here. Now, if you say, okay, so if you fly to Japan, are you gonna fly Air Asia? Fuck no. Alright, because Air Asia has crashed. All right, if you say, oh, well, that was one crash. Yeah, and that was going from, of course, Jakarta Airport in Indonesia to Singapore. Guess what other airline just crashed again going from, again, Jakarta to another island, probably just east of, I don't know, the Java Java East, Thailand Air. Both of those airlines fly out of the northern Bangkok Airport, also known as Don Mung Airport. Uh, again, guys, I was just on Thailand Air. Did you guys hear what I said about flying to Malaysia? There was one instance where we were flying. I saw a Singapore Airlines flight coming our way. All right. And at the same moment, I saw a private jet zoom probably within, I'd say, no less, no more than 50 meters in the opposite direction. Of this Singapore Airlines flight. This Singapore Airlines flight was probably within 200 meters of hitting us. It flew right over our heads. I could see the shade of it. Everybody was completely oblivious to what was happening. And so I I immediately went to Twitter and I said, you know what, Melindo Air, I'm never going to fly with you again. Melindo Air is a subsidiary, of course, of Thailand Air. That's just the international one flying out of Malaysia. I said, I'll never fly with you guys again. We just flew three planes. That could have been a catastrophe of biblical proportions. So my trust has gone to zero with Malindo. Therefore, I'm never going to fly with Melindo again. Period. And so, if you say okay, Arsenio, then what about the other airlines? Uh, what about Air Asia? Well, again, Air Asia, there's a lot of shakes, and they don't do the required checks that they should when they get into the airport. Because I see. The guys at the bottom of the airplane playing on their phones at Don Mung Airport. But if I go to the likes of, of course, the Singapore Airlines, and when they fly into, of course, you know, uh, what is it, Suwanapum, the main Bangkok airport out here, I see them doing all the required checks. And so my trust in Singapore is extremely high. Has Singapore ever uh, crashed before? No. They did catch fire because of something ridiculous out there in Singapore. Again, nobody was injured. These are some one in a million types of flights. All right. Now, has Emirates crashed? They crashed at Dubai Airport one time. Nobody was killed except one firefighter. Uh, If we look at Cathay Pacific, have they ever crashed? No. If we look at Japan Airlines, have they ever crashed? Once, that was back in the 1980s. That's when aviation was an absolute dog hell okay has uh a a ever crashed no so my trust in five star airlines am I willing to pay an extra one to two hundred dollars to fly on a five star airline absolutely because my trust in them is very very high yes the pricing is very high, but the speed is also very high but if we look at other airlines such as air Asia and looking at those flight attendants on my last air Asia flight of course sitting in this tube with these Formula One goddamn seats. I was sitting on cardboard boxes and these guys not giving a damn right over my shoulder and singing and not giving a damn about the passengers. Really? You want me to fly them again? No. So this is what has made it so difficult for now for me to, you know, get to back to Malaysia. I love Malaysia. But I'll never fly Malaysia Airlines because they were three hours late. And, of course, my trust in them is extremely low because within a one-year period, one plane disappeared and we still don't know what happened. Well, again, people do probably know what happened, but I won't even get into discussion with that on this podcast. And another one got blown out of the air by the Russians. Do you think I'm going to fly with them? No, absolutely not. And so now I'm like, okay, you know what? I know where my trust is. I know where my trust isn't. I know what I'm going to do now, and I know what I'm not going to do anymore. This is how you can differentiate from – this is. these are the economics of trust, people. You could go through a lot of things in your life, whereas you do not use specific things anymore because your trust is low. Go ahead. And you know what? Look at what, of course, the cost is, the speed is. So this is how you can now, again, evaluate, ooh, you know what? That is a great thing. You know what? I had a problem on this train. I'm not going to take it anymore. Yeah, because your trust is low. Oh, Arsenio, there's another instance where, you know, I was taking, let's say, uh, what is it, a taxi in Thailand. But you know what? The taxi ended up going in circles. And you know what? Because they went in circles, now my trust for taxis have gone down. Now I only take grab taxi. Yep, you absolutely know it. This is Thailand. Malaysia is much worse with taxis. The Philippines, Indonesia. You get it? You get the drift. The trust goes down. The speed goes extremely down, and the cost goes unbelievably high. Why? Because they're trying to rip off the foreigners. Now you guys understand. You can see what the economics of trust is. So I want you to write it down. Write down and just become aware of what the economics of trust is on your, and through your, I guess, vision. Because you're going to be able to probably write down five stories where that trust went down, the speed went down, and the cost went up. And when it does, can you rebuild that? I guess that's what I'll get into in the next podcast. So, guys, with that being said, thanks for tuning in. Oh, there are some really, really good ones coming up. But tomorrow morning, I got a podcast with Selena Celeste coming up. The following weekend, I got a podcast interviewee coming on in terms of fitness. So, guys, stay tuned for that. And again, this one is going to be coming up on that Monday morning, along with crypto. I promise I will be getting back into that on Tuesday and Thursday. So, guys, stay tuned for that. And as always, I'm your host Arsenio, share it, please share it, if you shared it, thank you so much, if you have any questions, you know how to get in contact with me, over and out.